Impact Radio, episode 11, Sir Blackston. About to be joined by the Mass Tope. Of course, today we're going to break down the Elimination Chamber. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the Raw after. And I'm going to do my best to become a Cody Rhodes fan. Or at least find a way. But all of that happens after this. Raw Impact Radio, Sir Blackston, once again with the Mass Tope. Bro, how's it going? Oh, I am good. You know, another fun day in the wrestling world. Now, I, you, you said that you've, you've been having issues receiving this package that I sent out. Priority, by the way. And I just need to be sure that you actually, let's confirm for the people that you actually received this belt. It is here. It got here this morning. I had to sign for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it was a mix up with the post office. I'm not going to put it on you, but but. It did take a while to get here. Almost like someone didn't want to send it, you know? You know what? I'm going to have to follow up with the good folks at the the post office and find out why they're making me look cheap out here. They're sullying my good name. They're besmirching me. You have been besmirched. I will not be besmirched by the U.S. Postal Service. (laughs) That said. No, um, I got it now. I am officially the champion. Yeah, and by the way, it wasn't like a, it wasn't even like a close thing. Like you whooped my ass. Like it was one to four. I, if Bobby <laughs> had not gotten kicked in the nuts, I'd have been done. Like I, I, you'd have been a clean sweep. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be uh, closer than that as well. But uh, hey, it's the world of wrestling, man. Looking for Paul. All right. I, I really thought Austin Theory was gonna lose the title. Did you? Yeah, I, I I said when I when I picked him, I was like, "That's the boring show." So I'll pick him. Oh man, I could have seen Seth. Gargi. I could have seen anybody else taking that title on. But all right, so, and I, I guess they're going to set up the thing with Cena because he's going to be there in a couple of weeks. He's going to be on Raw. Do you, I mean, I don't I don't even want to take your early predictions for. Do you think he's going to take the title from Austin Theory? We'll, we'll get we get to that road. We'll cross it then. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. With that being said, man, let's uh, let's talk about Elimination Chamber first, man. The big news, I know that uh, I know that it, it it wasn't even bittersweet for you because this was one that really just put the nail in the coffin for me. But Sami Zayn losing at the uh, at the chamber, what were your thoughts on that? Uh, I I it, it's so it's so confusing. Like I I want him to win, but then I also want Roman to hold it to face Cody. And since he's so close to a thousand, I also want him to make it to a thousand. Right. So this, this is just this is just a good story right here. It it makes you want all options, like you, everything everything that's going on right now. No matter what happens, we're like, okay, that's a good decision. You know, is, there are no wrong answers with this. I mean, either you could you could go one of three ways. You could go Sammy. You could go Cody. You could go Jay. And any one of those is a great option. Like none of those is a fail. Exactly. That's that's it, it, it's the best story in wrestling right now. Somebody uh, left to put because, you know, I've obviously I'm not I'm not a huge Cody Rhodes guy. And, you know, I'm very open about that. But somebody left a comment saying that, you know, every year the Royal Rumble comes in and it just kind of inserts someone into the title picture. And, you know, my point is this year is special. Like we're three years into this run. It's special because I don't know that there's ever been a story so strong at WrestleMania that wasn't tied up with the Royal Rumble win. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that is true. I, I don't think there has been anything that, that – because they usually make that the focus point, the Royal Rumble win, and everybody – the childhood dream is finally coming true to main event WrestleMania for the title. So, yeah, that, that that's true. That I don't think there's ever been 
a situation where the Royal Rumble wasn't heavily influencing a storyline for the main title. Right. And, and I guess the other piece is that, you know, once upon a time, Cody was probably slated to win the Money in the Bank. And if it weren't for the injury, who knows where this story would have gone? Yeah, there's, again, this is where so many options for the story. Yeah. Like, man, Cody, I I, I kind of even don't don't really want him to win anymore. I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we run that Sammy match back again. I, Oh, that match was great. Like that. that match was great. But for me, it's like an intersection of two different. I don't know if you watch South Park. Do you watch South Park? They used to. All right. Not, not anything lately. So there was an episode, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, where um, Stan is like coaching a hockey team, a youth hockey team. And one of the teammates on this team has cancer. And every time the team wins, the cancer goes away a little bit. And when the cancer loses, the cancer becomes more aggressive. And then when there's a tie, the cancer has a tie. So, you know, you go through this whole emotional arc where you're like hoping for this kid to not die of cancer at the end. And then they get to the playoffs and they get to the finals and this story is being told. And then in the finals, this team of like adults just go in and just destroy these kids. Right. Um, Really messed up. But then, (laughs) but there's like, you know, after they do it, there's a celebration and there's, it's clear that there was a whole other story being told on the other side that we just didn't know about. And I'm afraid that that's what's going to happen with Cody is that for a lot of folks who haven't followed his trip to Ring of Honor and New Japan and AEW, it's it's kind of going to hit him like, oh, my God. So there's a whole lot of stuff that I just didn't even know about what's going on. You know what I mean? You're right. That is actually it's an odd comparison, but it's the perfect comparison. Very odd. I'm an odd guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> To, um, yeah, it's an outsider who hasn't been following this thing all along or hasn't been following Cody all along in his whole journey and rise through the Indies and creating AEW. You're just like, okay, where does this guy come in? Right. Why, why is why is he in this bloodline story? Like, why, why isn't Sammy main event? Why isn't Kevin Owens main event? You know, so to a, to a casual fan that don't know all the details about Cody, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. This is why I wouldn't have been mad if Sammy won. Yeah, I, I I feel you, man. I feel you. Sammy Sammy winning or just some – they've had so much time to divide those belts, and uh, and they just haven't. And I think that that's really going to cost in the long – well, you know, maybe not in the long term. The, the biggest thing for me has been what – let's say Cody goes through and wins the championship from Roman. What next? Like, where do you go with, with his story? All right, so his story has been, you know, my father was wronged, my brother was wronged by this company, and I want to win it for them. I want to win it for my family. You know, he's, he, he's been a tremendously talented uh, wrestler, and, you know, he had to leave and create his own thing and come back. But where does the story go from there? Like, do you just feud with Seth Rollins? Like, where, where are we going? That, that's the thing. I don't even know. I don't even see a direction for him. Of why he shouldn't win the title because what, what the best thing would be for him to feud with somebody from his past. So, right. uh, so maybe I, like I Randall Keith or somebody. Him. Yeah. Oh, and Randy is doing better and he's preparing for a return apparently. So that could work out. Yeah. Or or maybe I don't know. Triple H becomes an on screen character, not get in the ring, but on screen and set him up and try to take the title off of him, tell him he was never that good and all that stuff. He said something, but I, uh, it wouldn't be as good as what this bloodline storyline is doing. That's all I'm worried about is what are you replacing my beautiful, great, 
perfect bloodline story with. Like, what are you replacing it with? Yeah, no, no matter what, it's not, it's not going to be top notch, the best thing in wrestling. I mean, this the story of him winning finally for his family is a great story, but it's not good enough. Sad to say. Yeah. So let's let's get into uh, the elimination chamber, man, because there was there was a lot that happened on this pay per view. Um, they started off with the women's elimination chamber match, and and Oscar came out on top, which was for you. It was like a, a haymaker, right to the right jaw of Sir Blackston. But Oscar came out on top. How 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 did you feel about that match, man? I I loved it. I I felt, I felt that was a really good match. That was probably. Other than the bloodline is probably one of the best matches on the show. Yeah. I just didn't. Only thing I didn't like, the final three should have been Raquel, Liv, and Asuka. Because then that would, that would create a more of a question of who was going to win. Once Liv got eliminated, it was like, okay, Asuka's going to win. I felt like that was pretty obvious to me. And I think Liv started it out, too. So it would have been cool for her to, you know, just be in that last sole survivor, you know, contender. Yeah, but if everybody be crazy behind her i get well i guess now th- talking about it out loud uh, they wouldn't have want oscar to get booed when she finally eliminated live oh yeah true the, the crowd might have been behind her so okay i kind of understand why they eliminate live but still that would have been a huge moment in the crowd just live and oscar facing off as the final two like uh oh live's gonna win that title again and so then we just come with a swerve and oscar wins it i, th- I thought that would have been nice but it was still a great match. I still enjoyed everything about that match. There was nothing bad that I remember in this match. Bro, the spot with Nikki Cross and Raquel... Ra- I, I, first off, I love Nikki Cross, um, and I think that she, you know, I think that she could do some really dope stuff. I don't think that it's in the cards for her to be that person, but she is so solid. Like, she is so good at everything that she does. You know, I want to see more for her, but there just aren't enough slots. How do you feel about Nikki Cross, and where do you think she fits in? I like it. I like her intensity. It's something different from what's already in the women's division. I don't think there's anybody else that compares to her right now, the, the way she carries herself. So I wouldn't mind seeing her at the top of the card. But uh, but like you said, it's like, ugh, can she make it to the top of the card? There's so much going on at the top of the card. Right. And she I mean, she's she's really, really good. Um, and I'm hoping that they'll bring in sanity. I mean, she said last night she has no friends. So maybe that means that, you know, something is on the horizon. That, that, that could be a tease. That's a, that does sound like a tease to me. So we, I guess we'll move from that to Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Man, what what the F? This, this, this was, uh, in my opinion, the worst match on the card. It started out really solid, though. I was enjoying the meat slapper, meat slapping starter. <laughs> <laughs> the meat slappery. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was going fine, and then that stupid little low blow, I thought something got messed up. I thought, like, maybe the ref wasn't, was supposed to be distracted or something, and he wasn't supposed to see the low blow, but it, I, I guess that was the plan, because I haven't heard anything about it being a mistake. But that, that's, that was a terrible ending to me. Uh, there were jokes that uh, Brock Lesnar heard Bray Wyatt wanted next and was just like, nope. <laughs> he took the punk route. He was like, nah, not today. <laughs> like, nah, I'm So, I mean, help me out with this, man. So, Roman Reigns has beaten Brock Lesnar clean and dirty. Uh, Seth Rollins has beaten Brock Lesnar, you know, repeatedly. Bobby Lashley, every time that he's beaten Brock Lesnar, it's been some sort of shenanigans around it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm I'm still I think that 
one of the things that this feud is missing is a strong, clean victory by Bobby Lashley over Brock Lesnar. Because it seems like even in victory, Bobby Lashley is always losing. I 100% agree. I feel like they they do uh, Bobby Lashley very dirty. He he is on the level of Brock Lesnar. He went and did MMA, arguably more successful than Brock Lesnar at MMA. Right. He went off to other companies, won their titles. I I feel like Bobby Lashley is better than Brock Lesnar, but WWE don't treat him like that. WWE treat him like a joke. And I really don't understand that. They're the same size. They're, they're basically the same person. And I just don't understand it. Why can't he get the push Brock Lesnar gets? I don't get it either. And, I mean, you look at Bobby Lashley, you're like, yo, this guy could be a monster. The the one thing, you know, yeah, he does smile a lot. But I, I don't know how much of that is what he's told to do beforehand. Because we've seen that when he doesn't smile a lot, this guy is intimidating as hell. Like, we, yeah. we've seen that with the Hurt Business. Like, when you put some folks around him, you get MVP out there to be his uh, Heyman equivalent, if there is such a thing. You know, you can get some things going. I'm I'm just so confused as to why they're reluctant to really move in the direction of Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. The best I can think of maybe Mike skills, but Brock Lesnar doesn't have Mike skills either. He's and not MVP, great. <laughs> not, not, not at all. <laughs> MVP is a perfect mouthpiece. Exactly. Brock Lesnar just like literally just in the farmer in the farmer phase. That's when he really kind of developed the ability to do a captivating promo. As far as I'm concerned, I've I'd never seen anything that stood out to me from Brock Lesnar prior to that. Um, and even now it's just shouting. So yeah, basically he just he, he just gets a pop because he's Brock Lesnar. I yeah. don't think it's a good promo. I just he's just Brock Lesnar. Like, oh, Brock Lesnar spoke. Yeah. And, I mean, anybody will pop if you say you don't give a shit about somebody's kids, right? right. That, that's what they'll pop for. That, that's, a, that's a cheap pop right there. Yeah, it's, it's cheap heat. <laughs> Come on. That's basically like calling out a, a city's uh, sports team. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's just cheap heat, man. That's, that still kind of hurts, man. It still kind of hurts. All right? It's it's not. It's too soon. It's too soon. We'll not talk about this. We'll just, I think we'll just move past. <laughs> Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Dominic is the MVP of this match. I don't care what anyone says. Dominic is that bull. That's my guy. That is my guy. Well, I love Dominic, man. He has definitely come to, to be his own character now. I, 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 I love Dominic. He's awesome. This time last year, he was teaming with his father. Like, it, just yeah. a completely muted, uh, you know, echo of, of, of Rey Mysterio. I'm so, like, he's he's developed into such a, a great kid. Last night, he said something really, like, offhand, just to just to uh, Byron Saxton. And folks yelling, screw you, Dominic, it is great. He's, I don't know where he's headed, but he, he's really good. He's one of the future stars of the company. I, I think he got a lot going for him, and he could make it to that top of the card one day. Not today. Not today. No, no, no. Give him a, give him a few years though, man. I can, uh, you know, once he once he gets out of the Judgment Day deal, I'd still like to see him and Rhea. I, I like those two as an act. Yeah, they actually work really well together. They you do. Think though. exactly like that, that's a nice blend. Personalities are on point. Um, so Edge and Beth Phoenix defeat Finn Balor and uh, Rhea Ripley. We saw that Finn Balor attacked Edge last night, so the story continues. The story never dies. As Sammy would say. Yeah. We're, we're going to do this again. I would hope that WrestleMania ends this. Because 
since Edge returned, it's been Edge and Judgment Day. Edge and Judgment Day. This, I feel like uh, the movie Groundhog Day, where yes. they just keep looping the same thing over and over and over. Like, come on, man. Give, give me another dream match. I, I need Edge. I need Edge Bray Wyatt. That's who Bray Wyatt should have called up. But no, his Edge has still got beef with us. And um, so they're, they're talking about, obviously, the Hell in a Cell. I, I read something that they wanted to do something with the demon, but maybe he doesn't fit in with this iteration of Finn Balor. Um, does it need the demon? Does that match need the demon to get people excited? Because we've seen it so many times and in so many different ways. Depends on what they're doing. If it's just going to be a basic singles match, no. And if the and if he's going to bring the demon out, he has to win. Like the demon has 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 no respect because I don't I don't think the demons want to match in ages right now. So he needs he needs something special. He needs a win. So it, I I don't I don't see the demon fitting in here. Honestly, he's another one that should feud with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt should just get involved with both this whole feud. Judgment Day versus Wyatt Six, if there is even a Wyatt Six anymore. And it's got to be better than last time because we saw what they did last time with Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor, and they tried to do, what was it, Sister Abigail, and he had the veil over his face. That was a lot. Let's never go that route again. Yeah. There's yeah. no need. Let's just hope Finn stay out of the creative office, you know. Let's not let him in there for this one. I, no, he's, he's got his hands in the Sammy deal. I don't know. I don't trust it. Yeah. I've I've heard stories, but I would hope Roman still got a lot of pull yeah. to where he could still make the decisions he wants to make. Because the whole reason this thing came together is because Roman was out when he had leukemia, and he's like, he was talking to Paul Heyman over the time he was out, and he's like, I'm not coming back unless you give me complete creative control. We want to do something different. We want to turn heel. Vince wasn't for it, but when he's like, I'm not coming back, man, he's like, okay. We'll try it out. So it, the whole the whole point of this was Roman playing his hand. So I hope he still has enough to play his hand and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that. That sounds stupid. Wow. And look what it turned into. That's insane. <laughs> so, uh, but all right, so Edge, and I, I, as you were talking, it just dawned on me that we're, we're not done with this whole Edge, Beth Phoenix um Judgment Day deal, <laughs> even after WrestleMania, possibly, because you got to think that at some point they're going to want to have the one-on-one between Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley. And if you're going to do that, you might as well do it for the Women's Championship, you know, the SmackDown Women's Championship, I'm assuming. So I, I feel like at WrestleMania Backlash, we're going to get that match as well, which means that it, it lives on. The story continues. I'm torn with that one because that's a dream match. We got a taste of it at Elimination Chamber. I wouldn't mind seeing it again, just one-on-one, because Beth looks good. Beth like she, looks like she could still oh, go. Beth can very much go. That mag- Those two, like every time they were in the ring, it was magic. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got goosebumps every time. It's like, ooh, it's, it's going crazy. But I, I would love to see them go one-on-one again, but again with this Judgment Day thing, I could – I could use the separation. Yeah. Maybe maybe we end it with them. Yeah, and that's it. Like, that's it. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, yeah. Call it a day on that one. With, with <laughs> whoever wins that one. Hey, what do you read into them winning with the Shatter Machine? Edge is good friends with FTR. So that could just be another tease that they're coming back to WWE. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but Dax had uh, an envelope on his table 
when he posted a, a, a something to Instagram and it was a WWE letter. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I saw it because I follow you and I saw that you posted on it. So I was like, all right, cool. This is free. <laughs> I mean, everybody should be following me. I have all the greatest news. But yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, there, there's definitely something going on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think they're coming back to WWE. But I remember Dax talking about how him and Triple H had a fallen out or him and Shawn Michaels had a fallen out. But but uh, if, if Triple H has the mindset of Vince, he's willing to look past anything to make money in the business. Yep. So I guess they're coming back to WWE. Uh, and I'd be here for it. Um, I, I would love it. I would love to see them go back against the Usos and do it right. Oh, yeah. That that would actually, yeah, again, would be a banger again. Um Wow, man, so many options there. So many options now because they have, you know, WWE quietly has put a little bit more focus on the tag team division. Yeah, there's a lot of really good matches there. I'd love to see those two run it back with War Machine. Ooh, that would be nice. The Men's Elimination Chamber match. Montez Ford went off. He had me, like, afraid. I was like, dude, I should have picked Montez Ford to win this match. Montez yeah. Ford did some wild ish in his match. I was hoping he won after he dived off the top of the chamber. I'm like, what? He was killing pin it. everybody. Pin everybody now. Exactly. And so, like that match really left me craving more singles opportunities for Montez Ford. I know I don't think he was on the show last night, but I really now want to see more of Montez Ford singles. Yeah, that 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 was the perfect setup. They should have had him on the show last night. I guess he was selling his his kayfabe injury. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I wanted him to win the title after after that show, and but but everybody everybody was awesome in that match. Even Gargano could have took it. Uh, Seth Rollins could have taken it. Uh, everybody in that match was top notch. Man, the interactions between Gargano and Seth Rollins was like some of the most refreshing stuff that I saw in the night. I those two. I don't know what. I want them to do something down the line. Whether that's team up or go against each other, I'm good either way. Those two, there's chemistry there, like a ridiculous amount of chemistry. I'm all for it. I mean, there, there were reports that Triple H wasn't high on all the people he brought back, Gargano being one of them. Uh, I think this was his opportunity to show himself. Yeah. And I think he actually did that. Bronson Reed had a good show in as well. That was another one that they were saying Triple H wasn't there. I was going to say, and he needed that because he's he struggled to like, kind of make himself stand out as far as I'm concerned. He's he's struggling to make himself stand out to me. Um but he he stood out in that match. Like he did his thing. Like you had to watch Bronson Reed. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Every that was that was that was the perfect match. That yeah. whole match, if it wasn't for the bloodline storyline, that would be match of the night. Because everything about that was just top notch, high quality, just just beautiful all around. Absolutely, and and so you made a, you made mention of the injury to Montez Ford. Obviously, it's a storyline, uh, and it was just a reason to get the door open so that Logan Paul could come through and and curb stomp my opportunity to win back my big gold fresh out of my grasp. What did you think about Logan Paul getting involved in this match? Well, I was happy I took the title back. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Other than that, I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled because that, that means they're going at it at WrestleMania. I mean, it's probably going to be a good match. Logan oh, yeah. Paul's, Logan Paul's, he's 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 really good, but eh, I don't know if I want to see it. I'm mm. not sure. It, it's gonna it's definitely gonna be a good match, but I don't know if I want to see Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. I know it's going to be crazy because Logan is really really good. Seth is great, I, and you know even like the the talk between the two. I'm I'm I'm. 
I'm sure this whole buildup is going to be fantastic. Um, I just hope that they go the right way with it. Yeah. I don't need to see Logan beating Seth. I don't need that. That's the thing. I think he's actually going to beat Seth. It's a WrestleMania spoiler for issue. No, not a spoiler, but a preview on how you picking. Yeah, yeah, that's a free one for you. So I'm assuming. All right, let's say that Cody beats Roman. At some point, you're going to have to have Cody and Seth run it back, right? And I would assume that that'd probably be at maybe a backlash or you know, whatever Money in the Bank or something like that. Do you want Seth going in as the challenger? You know, having lost to Logan Paul. No, because if he loses to Logan Paul, I feel like that takes momentum away from him. But it, it is the drip god Seth Rollins, so I'm sure he could recover from it. Yeah. But Seth, Seth is the only one that makes sense for Cody right now. I can't think of anybody else in the company yeah. Cody feuded with that that's there that would make sense. So yeah, Seth is the only one that would make sense for Cody to face. The main event: Roman Reigns versus the honorary, not honorary Ooze. I, I, I can't see what the shirt said. The former honorary Ooze, Sami Zayn. People are, you know, at the moment, folks were crushed and all of that stuff. But the next day, folks got over it quick. <laughs> they got over it so quick. But they, they were like, oh, man, they were they were hurt that day. It was great watching these people sad and crumpled up their emotions and everything. But <laughs> what did you think about the match between the two? You know, the match wasn't the match itself wasn't that great, but it was it's more about the story anyway. It, it, it's all, I mean, they stood there for like five minutes just letting the crowd cheer. Soaking it up. Yeah, that, that's, that's Michael Jackson level performance there. You can just stand there and everybody go crazy. Like, it was it was so reminiscent watching those two look back and forth of Hogan Rock or Cena Styles. You know what I mean? Just just one of those once in a, in a career, you know, sort of moments where everything aligns and you're in your hometown and your wife is there. You know what I mean? It was, it was. Yeah, perfect. Like that, that's, they they laid it on so thick. Yeah, that Sammy was going to win this. It, it, he, like you said, his wife is there. He's home, and a crowd's going crazy for him. They are white hot, practically nuclear. They they build this up so much that it was like, is, is Sammy saying winning tonight? Mm. Like this, he might just win tonight. So, I, I thought he should have won it. I really think he should have won it. Somewhere Natalia's like, I want to be the honorary Uso people can react to me like that too. No, <laughs> those two, like their match was great. Jimmy Uso gets involved and, and, and you were right. The Usos were, they were allowed in Canada. Jimmy Uso got involved and then Jay came out and he, he, you know, he was there. He was between Roman and, and, and Sammy. And there was this moment where you thought that he was going to clock Roman, but he didn't. I, I, I wish he did. I, w- I wish he did, because that would just make this thing, everybody would explode. And, and even if Sammy didn't win, people would be going wild, because he, he turned on Roman, in the, and Sammy goes for the pin. Like, you can imagine the pop from that crowd. It would have oh, been man. insane. Insane. It would have been so wild. But instead, Sammy gets up, he intentionally spares Jay Uso, and that causes him to lose the match. Now, Jay, where are you going with Jay Uso now? I imagine there's going to be some more dissension, and uh, they're going to lose the tag titles, and maybe he turns on Roman in WrestleMania. So there's been talk of having the tag titles main event one of the nights of WrestleMania. You got a two night event, and really the way to elevate and make those tag make that match look a little bit more prestigious and pay off a little bit more on the Sammy story, etc., is to have it main event one of the nights of WrestleMania. How do you feel about that? I like it. 
if Vince has anything to say about it, he he wouldn't do that. No, no, it's going on but, a pre-show, dude. They're bringing <laughs> matches just for the just so they can put that out there, right? But um, it's part of this bloodline storyline. The crowd would be white hot for it just to see Sammy get a title, and and all the stuff would what'll go on with Jay after, before, and during the match. So I I would love to see it. Night one, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens challenging for tag titles. I'd love to see it. Ah oh, man, last night was last night was really really good with Sammy and and Kevin. I guess we could transition into Raw last night. We don't need to go like segment by segment because honestly, there was a lot of stuff on there that I didn't need. Yeah, I I only stuff I cared about was only stuff I want to talk about is uh almost and the stuff with the women's tag title. Yeah. Oh, oh almost. Oh man. So oh, almost is now challenging Brock Lesnar. MVP comes up. He says, hey, Brock Lesnar, you're a coward. Omos wants to challenge you. And that's going to happen next week. He's going to challenge him to a match at WrestleMania. I'm, I take it you don't, that's not your deal. You don't like that very much. I am not interested in, in the least. <laughs> I, I said this before, Omos is just another great colleague. He can't wrestle. And him going against Brock, uh, if Brock Lesnar's not interested in a match, he is not going to try at all so this this to me if they actually do this this is just going to be a a basic boring brock doing a bunch of suplexes f5 and leave and i i don't want to see that give brock something interesting give brock something he's going to enjoy now i could see this being a setup for the hurt business to come back but i also said this about the bobby lashley match in elimination (laughs) team so what are you doing? Are, are are her business coming back or not? That's you could have you could have started this at Elimination Chamber and had almost come out and help Bobby, but no, we're gonna have almost challenged Brock. Okay, Let, let's just see where it goes. But I have zero interest in almost versus Brock at WrestleMania. I rather watch paint dry. I'd rather listen to paint dry, and that's you know you bring up another good point because at Elimination Chamber, if Brock again, if you didn't want Bobby to beat Brock clean, you could have always just had interference from the hurt business. I mean, it didn't have to be a kick to the nuts. Is all that I'm saying. It didn't have to be that. That was the cheap way to. That was that was the easy way to go. You do something interesting. I mean, the the whole card was beautiful, except for that one moment. This could have this could have been a perfect pay per view if well, you changed that one moment. On Saturday, February 18th. It wasn't necessary. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. Right? It, it wasn't necessary. That's all I'm saying. You know I mean? no, black, at, least, at least at least, let Bobby look good on black history. Yeah, that's all you had to do. But, uh, but um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm in your camp, man. I think that this whole thing, it, there's there's no way Brock is going to face off against Omos at WrestleMania. There's no way. This has to be to set up uh, Brock to be attacked by Bobby and the Hurt Business. This this has to be it. Like, there's, I can't see a world in which Omos would face Brock in a real match at WrestleMania. Right, and Brock, Brock is a draw. Omos is not a draw. And if he, if, if he beats Brock, he's still not going to be a draw because he can't wrestle. So this this is just, this is just pointless to me. It, and, unless it's setting up Brock Bobby uh, or, or the Hurt Business return. It's the only it, way. It, it, yes. It's a waste of time. And I'm an Omos fan. The other thing that was really confusing about this is that last Friday, Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy, attacks Hit Row, and they say, hey, whoever wins between Bobby and Brock, I got the smoke for him. But not only has nothing happened there, 
what, where does he fit into all of this? What, what's happening right now? I'm so confused. That's, that's another confusing part. That's why it would have made sense if he went after Andrew Finn Balor because it's like, where where does this fit? It doesn't. Like, you want the hurt business. Give us back the hurt business. Bray Wyatt doesn't even have a faction. Alexa Bliss isn't even around anymore. All right, what? What do we do? So Lacey Evans keeps starting and stopping her uh, her runs. Like we haven't seen her. You know, she wasn't there last week on SmackDown. I don't believe. Uh, so the start stop deal has been like really hurting her. Can we say the same thing about Alexa Bliss? Because there was like a storyline that kind of started at the Royal Rumble, or at least in the in the build up to the Royal Rumble, um, and then it everything just just stopped. Like, and, and she's taking time off. How much is this hurting her? Because at a certain point, folks are just going to become disinterested, I would assume, and not want to get invested in anything that she does because, you know, you get there, you're, you're liking it, and then it's like, well, she's she's going to leave again. Yeah, WWE is definitely testing those waters because it's been a while now. It's just been starting stuff for her. Luckily, she's a bigger star than Lacey Evans. Much. So she's already a star, and Lacey Evans arguably is not. So Alexa has more to play with than Lacey Evans does. But I do agree, this is hurting her. This is damaging her credibility. She is she is an amazing wrestler. And they're not giving her the opportunity to show off her amazing wrestling. Yeah. She's just there, and then she's not. And there, and then she's not. So... I don't know what they're doing with her, but I agree with you. It is hurting her. Maybe not to the degree of Lacey Evans, but it is hurting her. Talk about things that are, like, forgettable. On everything, I forgot that Control-Alt-Delete were the tag team champions. I could not remember who they beat for the belts. How do you like? How do you feel about what they're doing with, with, with that group? I, I'm not a fan. Uh, nothing's... This is another situation where nothing is happening. See, the thing with, with WWE right now... The only, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get backlash, but the only good thing going on is the bloodline. Everything else just seems to be there, storyline-wise. I don't Matches, see how you get, I don't see how you would get backlash for that. That's uh, that's real. You can see where the investment is. You can, it, I'm sure it pans out on their numbers, on their ticket sales, on their merch. You can see exactly where the creative investment has been, and it's it's really paid off. But imagine yeah. if you could really get like three hours worth of programming like that on Mondays. Exactly. Like nothing, nothing else happens. It's just there's going to be some matches, some storylines might continue, or they might not. And then, hey, bloodline. Bloodline's gonna be here. Blood, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn. You know, it's 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 hurting everybody else, especially the women's tag titles. So, and and now you got you got Becky and Lita challenging. There was reports that Trish was supposed to be uh, in there some way. I assume it'll be Trish and Lita that was supposed to challenge for the title because that, that would have made sense. Yeah, yeah. Some legends challenging for the title, and I wouldn't mind if they won it because that would. That would like be acknowledging them as two great women performers from the past, and in my opinion, that would elevate the women's titles as well. They but need elevating. Happened, something happened, and uh, Trish left before that segment came on. So, don't know what's going on there. I guess we'll hear more reports later in the week. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Trish and Lita winning. I would love to see those two against Io and. 
uh, Dakota, and, and maybe maybe the fact that I don't know how I feel about those two winning is that I still kind of have like a teeny tiny amount of faith in not the not the creativity, but just the performers themselves. And I don't want those performers to be hurt by um, by that kind of a loss. But you got to do something. I, and you're right. They, they have to do something to establish like some credibility with these tag team championships, you know, from the gate. From the gate, like when they first started the things and, and you know, Sasha and and uh, Bailey were going around there. I think they even went to NXT. They lost it to um, the Iconics like a month after they got them. And it was like, dude, wh- what the hell? That's that's part of the reason we got Sasha frustrated because they were promised a lengthy reign. And that didn't happen. Almost immediately, they got the titles taken away from it. They got the- while, while I did like the Iconics, they were uh, a good tag team. You should have gave them what was promised. Have uh, Sasha and Bailey hold the, those titles for a while. Last year, when um, when Naomi and Sasha departed, I, you know, I thought about it and I was like, "Oh my god!" And and the statistic is still true today. There is not one tag team that's held that championship that's still a tag team. Not wow. one. <laughs> that's that's messed up. They're all like they're that's all good. dissolved or gone. That shows you that they don't value those titles at all because. As soon as you lose it, it's like, all right, get out of here. We don't want you around here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, maybe they'll do something with Rhonda and Shayna and, and Lita and Becky. I don't – I can see that, actually. I can see that. I can see Rhonda and Shayna taking it. Like, yeah. That, that would be another one that would elevate it because Rhonda's still a draw. She is. But, uh, yeah, damage, I don't think damage control is that – they're not at that level. They need some big wins. Beating Trish and Lita would have been a big win. Beating Ronda and Shayna would have been a big win. They need something because they're just they're just there. Yeah, they debuted when they came back and debuted. It was all the hype behind them, and then nothing happens, and that hype died down really quick. You know, it's crazy. I mean, you said they need big wins, but who are the like? Who do you beat? Like, there's nobody <laughs> going to beat like Shotzi and Natalia. Like, who, there's nowhere really to get I, the I, big wins aside from Ronda and Shayna. That's exactly that's exactly it. I think that's why they had to bring back uh, Lita because it's like, all right, who do we get here? There's nobody really. Wow, you got to try and make something to make it interesting. Throw the whole division away or no? Yeah, it, it's over. It was a nice experiment, <laughs> but until you <laughs> until you build it back up to what it was at when you had the Iconics and the Riot Squad and and all these great female teams. Until you build it back up to that level, I, I think throw it away and just eventually at some point have somebody bring it back. <laughs> what was that movie, The Other Guys with The Rock and Sam Jackson? They're up on the top of the roof and they're like, bushes, bushes, and they just jump. <laughs> like That's where we are with the tag championships right now. Yeah, just, just jump off the roof. Just They'll, jump off. Just hit the pavement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Make Foley that joint. <laughs> it's over. Oh, man. Anything else from Raw that you wanted to touch on? I know that we we saw we heard a little bit more from Cody last night and Sammy um, got a tremendous ovation again. Uh, we, we had a little bit more of an interaction with Cody and Paul. Anything stand out with with that sort of that vortex of, of bloodline esque goings on? I, I still don't know where it's going, man. Yeah. I, I, I just I don't think Cody should win. I, same. Same. I. He's probably gonna win because the the whole story behind him. But I don't feel like people are invested in that. I feel like it's still all bloodline. I I asked last night. I asked folks what 
Cody's story actually is. And just from the responses, I can tell that like a lot of people have no idea of what Cody's story actually is. Because I got everything from, well, his dad was NWA champion. And, you know, uh, his, his dad was supposed to be WWF champion. But then Hogan came in and they wanted to go with Hogan instead. And my response to that was, so what you're saying is, his dad was a perfectly capable wrestler who was crazy like the, the fans were into him. But another guy who fit more of the, the style that Vince McMahon wanted and fit the mold that Vince wanted came along and took his dad's opportunity. But you can justify him doing the same thing. It's just happening over and over again. And now he's on uh, the other side. So it's a great story. You're right. They're, they're going to come with the next generation of roads, and I, I feel like this is going to happen again. That's like, right. They're just, they're just. I don't think they're meant to be main eventers. No, no knock to them. Cody's amazing. Dusty was amazing, obviously, but they're better as the guy losing to the main event guy rather than the guy being the main event guy. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and I, I, I don't view Cody as that guy. Like, I've never viewed Cody as, like, he's the reason that I'm buying my ticket. He's the reason that I'm going to this event. I think that he's incredible. He's he's tremendous in terms of his mic work and his end ring. But I, he's he's never been a reason for me to tune in. I for, When I watch, when I look at Cody, I always see one of two things. And I, I'm not fond of either one. And it's, it's purely presentation. I either see politician or I see Homelander. But I don't see somebody who like I identify with and I like who's relatable to me. Like I just I don't see it. And I'm I'm always fascinated when I see other people. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But sh- why should I be a fan? You know, you know what? I I feel like Cody Rhodes is fake. Yeah. I, I, you said it. The whole <laughs> the homelander gimmick fixed him so much. It does. Because he's fake. Exactly. He's just he's just being what we want to see. Exactly. So he's this, this isn't him. This isn't who he really is. I honestly think he'd be a better heel, but he doesn't want to be it. A hundred percent. Like, I'm like, yo, you have like, it's, and he would be a great heel. I, I would get behind him. I'd be behind him in a minute if he were a heel. When he was in AEW, I thought when he lost the title and said he will never challenge again, I thought he would have went directly against it and go back for the title and start getting booed and accept it. That's what all the fans thought as well. I think that's why they started booing him. Yeah, and he kept teasing a pedigree, and he t- you remember he, t- he tended his hair black again. Yeah. we. I thought it was going down. I was like, yo, this is what I wanted. And that was like the, I got into Cody Rhodes that night. I was into him that night, and then it just went away. Yeah, yeah. So he, this is all because he doesn't want to be a heel. And he would be an amazing heel. But and, and I thought that's why he was being Homelander to start in the first place. But hey. I, I don't understand it, man. Uh, I, I don't see him being the baby face he wants to be if and when he does actually win this title. I see him getting booed immediately. So if I were Paul... Levesque, if I were Paul Levesque, first off, I'm smacking the shit out of myself for the WrestleMania 19 promos. I haven't forgotten that shit. But then after that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to write it so that Cody loses and he snaps and he turns heel. He's dri- he's obsessed with becoming WWE champion. You introduce the new championship and he is like, it, it drives him and it, it causes him to do some really messed up stuff. Maybe he interacts with Sam. Who knows? But now he's a heel. He's got to turn heel. It's the only way that I, I could ever see myself getting behind this guy. Same. That would that would make so much sense. 
it and he could actually win the title like that you turn heel and you start doing stuff that you didn't want to do to get this title for your family legacy that would be that would be an amazing story that that would start to pick up something from what the bloodline left off. there you go and now you know now you're setting up things further down the line maybe with uh Randall Keith or with Matt Riddle you know what i mean like now you can get going in another direction um you know obviously it won't start out as as strong as bloodline but you know with the right yeah. investment who knows we could build to that yeah. bloodline didn't start off super hot either you had to build to this you know, I'm glad we had this is that you you just talked me into like a, another direction where I could get behind Cody Rhodes. I, I put it up last night. I was like, dude, how somebody talked me into becoming a Cody Rhodes fan. Nobody could do it. But I think that I think we just solved it. I think this is like a therapeutic breakthrough. Are you a psychologist? It's trying to be. There we I go. I I, I, you are now. All right. You're officially officially. You can go. You can set up a practice tomorrow. All right. You just I'm, won. I'm going to do it. I'm going to hang my license right. on my wall. Dr. Mast Hope. That has a nice ring to it. Hey, here you go. Yeah, man. No, I, I think that I think that's got to be. I think that's the route. If I'm getting behind it, that's me. I I, I would be a hundred percent down with that, and I I would a hundred percent get behind him if he did that. So look, man, we are uh, we are we're at the end of it. You still have my big gold, and I guess we're gonna face off at WrestleMania, the World Heavyweight Championship. Do you know what I just found out? Actually, I found out today that I won't even see the first night of WrestleMania live. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it on the replay and I'll find out whether or not I, all right, whether or not I've got an advantage. But hey, man, why don't you go ahead and plug your uh, plug your socials, let folks know how to get a hold of you. I am the Mast Hope on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Follow me everywhere. I give you your daily wrestling news. I also wanted to plug my guy, Ricardo Rodriguez, Three yeah. Legacies Wrestling. He had an amazing show this weekend. Third show sold out in a row. He's going to have to get a bigger arena. So if you're in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area, check out Three Legacies Wrestling. He's he's doing an amazing job. And the show was awesome. I met some awesome independent wrestlers. And, and, and I'm trying to train with him. I'm trying to continue training with him. So. We'll see where that goes. I feel like you low key just kind of put yourself over as a draw and saying that you're selling out arenas. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say it. I mean, I feel like that's. I mean, you know, just, just fishing for compliments here. Like, what are, what are we doing? Hope was in the building, and uh, you know, you know. I don't think it's a coincidence that he sold out in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's awesome, bro. That that is that is like some phenomenal stuff, man. And and big ups to Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, man, he's he's awesome and he's doing big things. He he's actually uh he he's he's putting Lancaster on the map. It's I feel it's really good that he's bringing more opportunities to these areas because there's a lot of local wrestlers around here that I'm aware of that don't really have that avenue and they have to go to uh, New York and other places to try get booking and stuff so the fact that he's doing this that's awesome hey man thanks so much for being here again and thank you for listening to this edition of raw impact radio we growing you know what I mean? we, we getting some things done of course if you feel so compelled please go ahead and click the link in the bio follow us on tiktok instagram i believe a few other places I, I, I have to figure out where we are youtube somewhere you can follow me at sir blackston on tiktok and uh yeah i'm out peace